The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I joke, we laugh, we fall in love, we talk to Paul Felder, we get divorced, we fall in love again. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena, nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish, elbows raining down. Oh! On the button! Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again! He's out! This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I want Matt's welterweight announcement in there as the champ. No, then I want you the. Um, I have never won a belt in my life. I want you the uh, open weight comedy champion. No, I, I have no. I'm the champion of nothing. Fucking boo. Not no, sorry. it's you know, it's true, but it was just uh, I, I couldn't think of it. The only thing I do is wrap a belt around my neck with <laughs> autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation. Uh, Jimmy, it's it, it's kind of a storm outside. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, you know, people in Florida don't care, but there's a heavy snowstorm happening. So we made it in. We toughed it out. We yeah, made it well, in. I mean, Jimmy, you noticed I was a little annoyed. I, I did. Yeah, it's, it's not easy sometimes. Why? What do you say, Matt? Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a provider. Jimmy. You sure are. You work so hard. So it's like I don't want to get no shit. Oh, listen, I have a good one. My wife's good, but yeah. sometimes she can be a fiery Italian, and and you know, it's one of those things. You know, getting a little malarkey today. Well, were you? no, a little. Well, you know, you. You 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 better not get stuck in there. Did the train shut down? And you know you get stuck and you leave me in a blizzard. What the? What do you think I'm going to do? First of all, where am I going? To a fucking ball game? I'm here. I, I'm providing. This is my. You know what happens? So she Jimmy? worried the electricity. I'm used to just being a boss. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about at home. I'm talking well, that uh, in, you know, in general. I'm saying at my schools and stuff. Like, yeah. If it's a shitty day, like I don't want people driving in this. So I go. You know what? Snow day. I like yelling that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I yell that with my kids. They we got the call last night, and it was the the, the school. And sure, kids get ready. You know what that's going to mean. So all of a sudden, she gets off the phone, and she's like, "You know, it's a snow day. It's a snow day." Me and my were kids. they sad? Oh, they were so happy. You know, I used to hate when school was off. Yeah. Really? I pretended to no. <laughs> Nobody ever said that. <laughs> Why would I even say really? But anyway, so it's like one of those things where oh, then my oh, mommy's gonna bake a cake tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Maybe we'll build a snowman. But look, that's all great. I can do that when I get home. But this is not my. I'm not the. I mean, you know, listen. This is a nice. This is we act like we're the bosses, but you know we have to answer to some higher powers. Sure. We do. I mean, Jimmy, if I didn't come in today, because a little fucking uh, flake. Yeah, nobody. Down, yeah. What well, would you think? It's gonna be a fun show. <laughs> 
You wouldn't be up. You wouldn't I would say, be, oh, I, man, would, I would say, Matt. That's kind of being a pussy. No. no you would say that. You would you'd say that to Chris on the air. No, like, I'd no. say it on the air. I'd make fun of you, but it would be, I would yeah. get it. I mean, I might so, slap your rental off. You didn't yeah, I mean, that, that's always yeah. a possibility. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but listen, I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, and I was just away, you know, and I was away longer. That's why maybe it's on top of things. I was just away, you know, doing some stuff I had to do. I had to shoot a show and whatnot. Sure. Uh, to do with, you know, Dana White looking for a fight. Yes, I'm not saying did. where I was, but. No, 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 no. But no. I did need a, a fucking passport. I'm just saying that much. Sure. So I so I didn't know. I thought I was going to be away. Hawaii. For like a, <laughs> I thought I was going to be away for like, like, like a Tuesday to a Sunday. But I had to go away and I might my, my passport was uh expired jimmy and i didn't know until like a couple of days before or whatever so i had to go to la to that that passport office get shit settled and then i had to go to vegas and then i had to go wherever i had to go and uh so it's been a week and then i get shit with oh yeah i want to go away really like it's fucking i'm out partying <laughs> well listen jimmy it's not my fault i like my jobs i do understand it's not my fault i like my jobs it's not your fault matt um, but what if there's a snowstorm and a blizzard and she's afraid you won't be able to get out there and if the power goes out, she'll be stuck in the cold. Oh, look at oh, fucking Jimmy. That's man. what she's worried about. Jimmy's on the pink team. Jimmy's on the pink team. Hey, meet my dog Pepper. <laughs> hey, you play for the pink team. You ever see uh, this boy's life? No. Oh, yeah. That's, that's no, what listen, I'm not saying to back me up, Jimmy. I'm just venting. No, I would be annoyed in the world. You. Yeah. But you know what's good about this? One thing's good about this. What? Makeup sex, Jimmy. Ah, Were you fighting? You're bad, you're bad. Well, you know, a little attitude. And then, you know, it gets to the, you know, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy, I'm not going to lie. I'm not Did really, you say you're sorry? I'm not, no, I'm not yet. I'm not going to say Were you that. sorry? No, nah, I'll say that when we're fucking in our birthday suits. All right, enough of this shit. Let's get to some UFC business. <laughs> so when you're, so, when you're naked, you'll say you're sorry. Never. I'm saying this is time to party. All right? You like makeup sex? Oh, Jimmy, of course. <laughs> I fucking love it. And I love it as much as, as just like a little bit more than, you know, happy sex. <laughs> you know, it's good, Jimmy. So um, what was I going to say? We have uh, Paul Felder. His nickname's the I, the Red Dragon. There's a couple of, uh, the, no, there's the the, the philosopher. <laughs> what's the other one? The Irish Dragon is what he's typically. Oh, wait, I thought it was. Wait, is it the Irish Dragon? The Irish Dragon. The Red Dragon. Yes. <laughs> fucking, is that an animal? He has, like, he has like reddish. Red wait, dragon, what is the yeah. Red Dragon? I don't remember. It yeah, might that be was a movie. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. You guys know I love movies. Almost as much as I love makeup sex. I know. They're both good. Oh. Yeah, Red Dragon was a 2002 movie with um, uh, that was a freaky, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. It was a freaky movie, man. You know? Yeah. That was with that, uh, the, the Seymour Hoffman guy who died. Was he in that? Oh, he was in that. So was, was The that Red Dragon that? had his way with that guy. I don't remember. Yeah, it didn't work out well for him in that movie. It's hey, freaky. Hey, the UFC is... Uh, May 27th is going to Liverpool. Darren Till is the headliner. Friday the 13th. Oh, no. Bad luck. Yeah. It's going on sale. Um, Darren Till, they have not announced an, uh, an opponent for him yet. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be Wonderboy. Wonder him and Wonderboy are kind of going back and forth now a little bit. Well, I think now Darren Till's such... He's a name now. It's not like it's... I mean, oh, yeah. I know he's, he's an up-and-coming guy, but... You know, what else you got? You know, that's what you got. You know what I mean? That's a, it's still a name. People would like, it's not like, oh, Wonder Boy's fighting some up-and-comer. Darren Till, people know who that guy is now. Oh, yeah. He gave a great interview uh, during the fights this weekend, Till. They interviewed him in between the fights. I did not see that. It was good. Let me see if I can pull it up. But he was, uh, he's an exciting guy. Like, he knows well, how to sell he, the fight. I, the yeah, world wants to hear it. Yeah. I didn't mean to yell at you. Well, they should have been watching I don't mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm like a race car in the race. I saw, right now. I saw his uh, what? interview. <laughs> he's very psyched. Yes, he was... Uh, 
It was, uh-huh. it was one of the uh, cage side I'm, interviews. I'm in sorry. The- I got a, a cashew in the back of my mouth. So you hear me like, hmm? what okay. am I doing now, Sue? Wait. Sliding his pants down and he's bending <laughs> over the desk. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna help. I like that picture of Rose. There was a picture of Rose with her her finger to her mouth, almost like be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know? Almost like don't talk no shit. Rose doesn't talk she doesn't talk much. No, as she, far she, as really doesn't. she doesn't talk no nonsense. She's fun though. She no, she gives off positive vibes. I may have you to got- call Pat Barry. I still haven't heard back from the UFC about getting a ticket. Boy, they really don't they don't uh, they don't rush to the kid. <laughs> Well, they certainly do take their time. <laughs> I don't think you're calling the right people. I texted Dana's assistant. No, that's a, she, and I and that's my buddy. I'm she's gonna, she's awesome. She is awesome. Awesome and not returning your calls. I don't blame her. <laughs> she's like, how do I tell him? Dana said, who? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Let me tell you, I'm gonna build a snowman with my kids later. That'll be fun. Yeah, you know, it's just, just be careful. It's fucking slow. Why? You don't want to slip. Imagine, hurt your back imagine you jinx me what a great energy I had in my academy last night we had Paul Felder's uh, opponent in my in my school last night Ally Quinta Ally Quinta dude let me tell you I've been watching tape of Paul Felder I just watched his fight with Stevie Ray and uh, wow he's a powerful dude that's gonna be a great fight that's gonna be somebody Al fighting somebody you know what do you I'm think, saying do you think Al has the ability to knock him out yeah I, have, yeah, I think he has the ability to knock anybody out you know Having said that, Paul Felder can absolutely. So listen, we know what we're doing. We know what we're up against. Yeah, we were just saying that before uh, we started recording. That's like a What's real. That? Uh, th- that's just a great matchup. I mean, they're evenly matched. A lot of power on both sides. That's a really, really fun. Thing. I've I've worked with many, many people, but as far as attitudes go, and like warrior spirit type of shit, there's no Ally Quint is you know. Yeah, how's he's all healed up and ready to go? Right, there's no higher than that. I mean, he's 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 a warrior for sure. You know what I mean? It's an amazing... The card is so good. The first fight is uh, Zabit Magomed Sharipov against Kyle uh, Bokniak. <laughs> yep. Did you say his name? What did you say his Magomed name? Magomed Sharipov. Correct? Yes. I thought uh, you said like a ripoff. No, 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 no. no. Zabit Magomed Sharipov, who we've seen. He, what is, he, is he 7-0, 8-0? I think it might be more than that. Let me ten, see. 10-0 was my first well, guess. Well, Zabit, yeah. Zabit's, he's working with Mark Henry, and Mark Henry could not say enough about him. He should make it bigger. We always, Chris always likes to leave the... Well, I'm just looking, I'm looking for oh, it. Oh, my fault. The, I'll uh, shut up. It's okay. He's uh, Zabit is fourteen and one. He lost uh, his fifth he fight. A- it was a, he got submitted an arm bar, but that was a uh, while ago. Well, aren't I a silly goose? No, but he looks great. He's undefeated in the UFC. Well, and I told you, um, uh, Mark Henry showed me video of him sparring and working with yes. well-known um, fighters, and he looked phenomenal. And Mark Henry hit me like when he was talking about him, hit me with like like two dozen dudes. Dude, no, no, bros. That's what he says, bro, bro, bro. I go, well, Mark Henry. You really, you think this guy's the next big bro, bro? At bro, dude, he hit me with like twenty bros. So I know this guy's a real deal. All right, what are we looking at now? Why are we looking at the? Leon well, I'm Edwards trying to find Sabata the interview. Fight? I'm trying to find the interview. Oh, is that what's going on? Because I enjoyed these yeah. fights. I'll watch that shit. But we're we're doing a uh, a program. Devin Clark. This is around the prelims. <laughs> started six o'clock. Uh, Devin Clark against Mike Rodriguez. Beck Rollins is fighting Ashley Evans-Smith. Uh, it's a good fight. Alex Caceres against Artem Lobov. Lobov is, is the uh, final fighter on Fright Pass prelims. That's a great fight. Alex yeah. Caceres against Artem Lo- Lobov is a great fight. Uh, the uh, prelims begin at 8, FS1. Evan Dunham against Oliver Aubin Mercier. Or is it Mercier or Mercier? Mercier. Uh, Joel Azan, who, who we love, against Chris uh, Grutzenmacher. 
Ray Borg against Brandon Moreno. Great card. Carolina Kovalkiewicz against Felice Herrig. Another great fight card. in the strawweight division. That is the final fight. Holy fuck. I didn't... <laughs> sorry. Don't be. I didn't see uh, Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Pettis. What, how did that sneak up on him? I didn't see that either. Maybe we did That's the other On day. the fucking main card, of course. I did not see that. Wow. I like when I get pleasantly surprised. Because there's so many fights that we're thinking about. That's right. And then all of a sudden, like that could be a headliner on another card for sure. You know what I mean? That's absolutely that's correct. A great, that's a great fight. Is Chiesa going to be able to strike his way into the grappling realm i mean could he out could he strike with anthony pettis that's a that's a big question kias is another one that's always right on that you know he's right there on the radar man where he's one fight away from really you know being in that mix you yeah, know yeah, absolutely. he lost that one to kevin lee that was somewhat controversial controversial you know that it, the, what was the controversy about that, that was, he didn't tap he didn't tap oh yeah you know jumped in but uh but yeah i haven't seen him in, in as many fights that's, that was his last fight, right? Yeah, no, so he, he's done more. No, it. no, he's done more. Wait, then. no, no, that was it. The, that was... the Kevin Lee fight was his last fight. Mario, you know, oh Mario, oh, Mario. Yeah, I thought you were talking oh, about, we were talking about, about Yeah, I'm talking about Yamasaki. You haven't seen him in as many fights. Danny's like, you're not going to see him anymore. Yeah, no, he just had one recently where no, it was like the last. No, he draw. led the, yeah. the Brazil. What did he led the Brazilian? The Too Brazilian many. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the Warriors. Priscilla Cachoeira versus uh, Shevchenko. That was his last fight. And Dana pretty much vowed he's not going to. How can Dana control it? Can he? I don't know. I don't know, but all I do know is this is this really is a great card. Yeah. Because now that I'm looking it over, what do we got? A couple weeks? What, 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 what the fuck day is? Yeah, it? April seventh. So it's not this coming weekend. It's the weekend after. Um, man. Yeah. All right. I'm just thinking of some personal shit. As far as my Me dates. Too. Yeah, oh, Jimmy. But we're back. Yeah, we are. Okay. So Darren Till's fighting. We don't know who he's fighting. Uh, Wait, no, I'm trying to find the interview. Sorry, guys. I'm the lightweight. Uh, now, the main card is is incredible. We have Paul Felder calling in today, and his opponent is none other than number 10, Ally Quinta. Ally's oh. only fought five times in three and a half years. Mm, he's got so he might injuries. be fresher. He's in injuries, but he might be fresher, too. He hasn't fought last, as much. The last time you've seen him, he looked phenomenal. He certainly did. You know, with Diego Sanchez. Yes, he did. And uh, Al is a warrior. That was a first-round knockout, right? Yeah, he blasted him. Al's very accurate. Al's accurate, and Al has... This is a very good fight with him and Paul Felder. We know... I've been watching his, his fights, and uh, he's an, he's a dangerous dude, man, and he's very persistent, and he doesn't like the... You know, the, he's a tough, he's a tough, gritty guy. I know that sounds he, like no, a simple he is, thing right? to say, he's... but that, that, that's more... that That's very... that that's um that, that gets him through some tough shit. You know what I mean? Gets him through some tough spots, like that Charles Oliveira fight. Sure. You know, a lot of that is him just refusing to, to lose. So Al's like that. They're very similar in that sense, you know. So And they both have very good killer instinct. Uh, it, it's going to be a phenomenal fight on a phenomenal card. Why can't we get Tony Ferguson on here or, or Khabib? Uh, Khabib might come Khabib, in. Yeah, oh, that's, really? That's being worked out. Tony Ferguson is tough because he goes up, He basically goes up into the woods for his training yeah. camp, builds his own gym. He, he's like He builds a gym? Yeah, he he goes up there like several like a couple of months. He before trains fight. like a unique. He does weird yeah. stuff, which is cool. And I already has a Wing Chun dummy, which is very cool. Really? What's that? I don't know. It's like a wooden dummy where you practice your trapping on. So I don't know. And it hardens the body a little bit, but it's kind of really a really traditional Wing Chun. Old he builds school. a gym in the woods. Come on. Yeah, he goes up there and he like sets it up himself. Yeah. And there, there's video of him like kicking pipes and stuff with to harden his shins. He he's got a very let me Unique see a video thing. of him kicking pipes. Yeah. Somebody came up to me the other day. I would never the, kick a pipe. Where was Unless I? Unless it was out of someone's mouth with my shoes on. 
Where the fuck was Boo. I? <laughs> You're funny, Jimmy. Uh, somebody came up to you the other day and goes, uh, where was I? I was at my kid's school. I was at my school. And he goes, uh, this kid, I didn't know this guy even watched the fights. Oh, here he is. Oh. And he's like, um, what did he say? He goes, Khabib or Tony? I'm like, oh, fuck. He goes, I never wanted to bother you. I'm a fan. He goes, but you know, he was asking me about the fights. A lot of people know about, excited about this. Go ahead. PSI pipe, it says steel braided. Uh, this is my conditioning for my shins. Uh, or elbows. That way, it's hard body. He's got Eddie Bravo there with him. That's Rogan, too. Is that Rogan or Eddie? Eddie's there. For me, I'm all about hit and not get hit, but when I hit, I don't want him to hit me back. I want him to think twice about fucking doing what they do. Oh, what do you do? Why you stop? A Chris, po- wow. Chris, Chris will see a fighter in kind of a sexy pose, and he stops and enjoys it. He stops the porn right before the, he, he the, likes the uh, money yeah, shot. Yeah, he likes the way Tony's looking down there. Go. Like if he had a photo of Tony on his wall, that'd be the one he wants. <laughs> Is that Time Warner Cable yeah. fucking stinks. Right, here we go. <laughs> it stopped. But you said I mean, why are you stopping it? We don't know why. Why are you stopping? Because you want to see his shins? Yeah. It's I, it, well, they, they pan down. I see his calves. Yeah. All right, let's see. Now he's gonna kick the pipe. Oh my god. Oh boy. That's rough. That man. would hurt. Right well, after listen, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut. Yeah, that no. shin. That shin. You know, that you catch anybody catches that on their fucking head. It's gonna be. Could he keep? Could he? Uh, it's gonna be very hard for him to tie up. Because uh, he's very good with the rubber guard and whatnot. And he's shown very good submissions. He's working with Eddie Bravo, who's the master of the clinch game in, in jiu-jitsu. Like, yeah. He's all about clinching guys, locking them up, high guard, rubber guard, and then you know getting submissions from there, whether it be umaplata's triangles, arm locks, or tying a guy up where he could strike the guy down there. The problem is there's not many guys like who have that gorilla strength like Khabib yep. where he could posture out of that. I, 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 unless he's tired, I can't see him settling in where Tony could really utilize his main strengths, you know? And then you saw what, I, I can, we keep going back to that Kevin Lee fight because that's where you really saw Tony in the most trouble. But you got to also look at a fight like Danny Castillo. Danny Castillo, you know what Danny, he's yes. from the alpha males. You know, he, he lost... And uh, rightfully so, because I felt he was kind of just blanketing him. But he did keep him down there. And Tony couldn't get up. Yep. Now, again, I think Castillo's a very good grappler. But I, I but, but Khabib, or Habib, I like to call Khabib. Yeah. But you know what, what am I going to say? I call him uh, Mr. Mm, you know what I'm going to say. Let's call him Habib. I'm going to switch it up every once in a while. But uh, <laughs> Anybody with a V, the last letter in their name can listen, fight. Listen, if you got the K on there, and the K is silent, why have the, why have the K on there? Anyway. It's silent. What if that K wasn't on there? Then I'd call him Habib. <laughs> Look at the way it's spelled. All right, forget it. Like Dana calls him Khabib. Khabib. Does he? Oh, he, he, does, he, he, he? I've never heard a louder K. You want to hear the loudest K? <laughs> have Dana say Habib. <laughs> That's fucking great. But I feel that he's just such a powerful... Powerful, grappler. he really is. But he's also vulnerable to getting hit, though. He, we saw that we've seen Michael Johnson was a couple. Uh, who who uh, Edson didn't do much with him. Uh, Edson did Edson kick at all or no? I don't think he did. He didn't because I think he was trying to avoid the takedown, obviously, which was a good idea. It, it, it's very interesting to me that that Tony is because you're probably not going to avoid being taken down, right? But he's so active off his back. That, you know, if I'm Tony, that's probably how I'm game planning, to try to throw up some different submissions. Don't you think and... Tony's more of a volume guy than a, a one-punch KO guy? A hundred percent. I mean, so, like, you, you need some time up there to 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 rack up that fucking, to, to, to rack up those fucking points, man, to be fucking working them, to, to, to let the, 
the, the seven, eight, nine, ten punches affect him. You know what I mean? That's he's that guy, and then throwing an elbow, and mm. he's not a guy that just hits a guy and drops him. I mean, am I wrong? I don't know. Let's point some shit. No, out he to can, me. but you're right. But of course, that's, he but can. More than likely, yes, but it's going to be an accumulation. How many guys is he just? Is he? Is he? How many head kick KOs does he have in the uh, in the UFC? <laughs> I mean, what is he, Tony's twenty five and three? You know, like not that he can't do it. But right. Khabib's got Khabib's not like that motherfucker can't take a punch. Yep, he's a durable dude. Yeah, man. Tony's twenty three and three. Yeah. And even the even the one fight where you seen him get hit, Michael Johnson, and people are like, oh, you know, nobody's punch proof. But then in that same round, when people were a little concerned, Michael Johnson barely got through that round. Yes, he did. And the second he got to the floor, it wasn't. All right, maybe it was. How is he surviving this? And then also next, you know, fucking Khabib's talking to him. Right. Fucking, you know I deserve this, dude. It's the creepiest shit. I love it, but it's so creepy when he's talking down there because if you're the guy fighting him, I mean, it's what the fuck? That's got to be in your head. This guy is just telling me to give up because he he knows we both that that he's saying you know I deserve this. <laughs> fucking, you you must just you must give up. It's fucking, dude. It is great. It's so great. Yeah, he. Uh... He was, he was. He really was talking shit while he was beating he's him up. Talking to Dana. <laughs> yeah, he's talking yeah. with Dana. That's who, gotta be unnerving. Who are Ferguson's losses to? Uh, let me pull it up. Good question. He does have a, a unanimous decision loss to Michael Johnson. That's his only UFC loss. Uh, outside of the UFC, he has a he got a triangle choke loss to Jamie Tony. This is in two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, and I then know, Jamie and then a Tony's unanimous jumping on his couch wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has a unanimous decision loss to uh, Karin Darabedian, but this is, in two, this is also 2009. So these are early on in his career. His yeah, so, and fights. two of them are unanimous decisions and one triangle. Okay. Yeah. Listen, um, listen, it's no disrespect. I think Tony Ferguson's a fucking beast. I've been a fan of his since Ultimate Fighter. I enjoy his fights. He's right. never in a Who was the fight. coach when he was in? Come again? Who was the coach when he was in? I have no fight? clue. I'm checking right now. That's a good question. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me guess that. I have no clue, actually. Fuck okay. that. <laughs> Uriah so Faber. so many seasons. You know, Tony Ferguson. Who was the coach? Or was it uh, Connor against TJ? Okay. No, Connor against... Uh, who was the other coach when Connor did it? It wasn't Jose. It was Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tony was on Team Brock Lesnar against Junior Dos Santos. This is season 13. Wow. Yo, Cody Garbrandt didn't win that season a tough, did he? The tough way he, when he went to go after Conor McGregor before people knew who Cody was. No, well, he was just there for he was with Uriah. He no, wasn't wait, even. No, he I thought he was on the show. He wasn't on the show. Are you no. sure? He was. Are you sure he was on the show? Part? But he was not on the team. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Let me. See. Could you check? Sure, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure or not, but I don't know. I think he sense. was a participant. I just didn't know if he who he lost to. Other fights, by the way. Could you, I want you to check that out though, because it bothers me, and yeah, I never yeah. knew that. And I want to find out when the world finds out. Kiesa Pettis is a great fight. Oh, that's a fantastic fight, man. Um, Hanato Moicano against Calvin Kitar. Am I saying his name right? Cater. Cater. Who did he just fight, Calvin Cater? Um, it was in Boston. I'm trying to think. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Let me see. Was it a Bostonian? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh? It was. What's Rose versus Joanna. Uh, I mean, listen. I'll tell you, though, you don't want to miss this undercard, though. I'm the entire card. Oh, is... it was Shane Burgos. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, which was, that was a great fight. Yes, it was. The entire card is great. I'll tell you that Bruce Lee. From head was, to toe. <laughs> the Fight Pass uh, headliner 
Because Sellers against uh, Artem Lovell. Oh, yeah. Lovell, yeah. I like um, that, Bruce Yeah, Leroy. Matt, Cody is listed as a, just a coach on Team Favorite. Really? So, yep. All right. What the fuck am I thinking about? I had 50 things just flew to my head. <laughs> Jimmy. And none of them wouldn't get me punched. <laughs> no, Jimmy. Jimmy, I haven't rolled in a while, but what a good crowd last night at my school. What a, a positive energy. Because everybody the knew energy was, no was just was just great. Jimmy, great, fantastic. People came up to me afterwards and go, yo, what a what a good feeling in here. Isn't that nice, Jimmy? This is great. I've never had that after one of my shows, but it's got to be fun to hear. It's at my school. Yeah. All right. Everybody was rolling? Everybody was rolling. It was such a fun Were time. Were you teaching a class? Uh, I got there a little late. I ain't going to lie to you. What time did you get there? I had to. Uh, I had some business. Uh, it's a 6 o'clock class. I got there 6.20. It wasn't that late, but I had one of my black belts, Chris Mead. He was running the class. You know, and we had a uh, uh, vi- we had a nice visitor, Eddie Cummins, Eddie Wolverine Cummins. He's the he won EBI of how many times, and he's a phenomenal John Danher black belt. And uh, you know, just the you know my crew, I, I love my people. Raging Ally Quinta, Aljo Sterling, Marab, Marab, <laughs> Rob's my guy. Davalishvili, exactly. Davaj, Daval is what? Davalishvili. Davalishvili. Feely. Yeah. Yes. Feely? <laughs> yep. Marab, I love that. Mar-Gai. He's fighting in AC, right? Oh, whoa. Let's talk about that. What sure. is fight? Did you see what came up on the news? This is my guy. So Marab is leaving last night, right? And uh, we were talking about some some stuff uh, about the fight. You know, Marab's funny because he's got the broken English. So all of a sudden, and then he comes back. I go, what you? I go, Marab, you don't want to leave this place. You love this place. I thought he was leaving. And then he showed me on his phone. Well, Chris is going to announce to the world right now. Yeah. Oh, it's the Augusto Mendez. That's who he's yes. fighting. Oh, well, that's who he was going to fight. What yeah. happened? Uh, he got flagged for something. Let's see. A possible, obviously, a possible uh, anti-doping violation. Let's say. So we don't know who Marab is fighting, but Marab did tell he me will be fighting. That he's going to be fighting. I go, Marab. Guess what? I go, anybody, Marab. Anybody, Marab. Any it? motherfucker. What's his any name? motherfucker. What's his weight? What? He's a welterweight? No, he's not a welterweight. What is he? Is he a fucking bantamweight? You think he's... What, what is Marab? <laughs> he's a fucking belterweight, right? Uh, don't throw all these things at me. You're like, <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Who else is fighting? You really fighting? don't know? He's Who a, else yeah, is fighting in AC? He's Hold a on. featherweight. No, uh, he's a bantamweight. Ban- 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 I said bantamweight. What's his name is fighting? Um, Edson Barbosa. Who's he fighting? Kevin Lee. That's right. That's a good fight. What is that? But that's another... Uh, yeah. I heard about that, but when is that? Doesn't that's he want to the, avoid the ground again? He's going that's right the main event at the at the AC event. That's right. Barbosa oh, Lee. You know what it is? We Barbosa. Got, we got raging out. We got I raging out like first. That's why. Yep. You know, April seventh. That's a Go big ahead. fight. You know we, that. You know that date, Jimmy. I do. Yeah. What's that date, Jimmy? That's uh, Nami Yunus against. Uh, no, Yunjai but what's what's the date? Is it back in the day? April seventh. I don't know. What are you saying? What am I doing right now? Oh, I see. Jimmy put his hand up, and Matt received a dance trophy in high school. (laughs) Jimmy, yeah, he was a good dancer. They said he ballroom danced very well for a stocky man. Not many people know Jimmy. What? Not not many people know, and they ask me all the time. They go, Matt, what's it like to shock the world? What do you say? And well, listen, it was eleven years ago. It happened April seventh. But the thing is, this Jimmy. It's not always about me shocking the world, and there's Absolutely. no reason why you have to bring this up almost every show. I know, but I feel it's necessary no, to remind no. the new listeners no, no, no. how lucky it's, I am. It's, really, it's unnecessary. 
And the fact every time I bring up when I beat George St. Pierre and shocked the world April 7th in 2007, every time I do that, you, no, it's the first, stop it. I'm fucking, I'm blushing. Stop it. It's exciting and you deserve stop it. it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. It was a long time ago. There's no reason to keep that going. Oh, but, come um, on. It was still no, listen. All I know is it doesn't suck. But that's good luck sure. for, for uh, my fighter. Sure Adrian, it is for Ally Quinta. Because April 7th is the anniversary. Now, do we have Paul Felder on the phone? Uh, yeah, I'm going to call him in one minute. Okay. Actually. Chris yeah, likes to... The show, yeah. he's. Uh, what, I don't know what exactly he's this doing. Whole I'm trying to find this damn interview. I really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. We brought that up fucking six minutes into the, the fucking show. I know. I he know. Doesn't I that's it, all right. I thought it would come right up. Why am I bitching? All I know is those trains better work later. Or I'm going to hear some shit. Absolutely. Right? If not, Jimmy, who's got a roommate for tonight? I hope I already got Chris. There'll be three of us. What? We'll be like what? fucking uh, right. Willy Wonka. We'll be like Charlie's grandparents all laying in bed together. <laughs> God, that'd be so fun. We can watch fights. Uh, yeah, here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, let's remind people what you got. So this is the this exactly. is the Darren Till. <laughs> the Raging Alley interview from yeah, when Syphilis. He... Oh, this is like 20 <laughs> seconds of the interview. But anyway, this is the Darren Till, part of the Darren Till interview. Uh, and then we'll call Paul Felder. All right, let's hear this. Okay. Oh. Around the world, people know what scouts are like. And, and, and there is going to be never a UFC event that's going to be like the 27th of May in Liverpool. And I guarantee that to everyone in the world, every all nine billion people, Liverpool that night is the place to be or to watch it on TV. That, all right, so he's hyping up the fight. He's, 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 he's good, though. He's good at it. There's a much longer version of that, obviously. I'd like it better if we knew who he's fighting, though, so I'm excited. Are, are we going to break the news here about when he's, who he's fighting? We, sure. I, I, need, I need you to push the envelope as a producer of this show. I doubt, yeah. I need you to get out there and start demanding some shit. Who do I gotta who do I gotta talk to? We don't get a lot of breaking news on this show, unfortunately. I mean, when are you UFC unfiltered? We're the official podcast. I just got I just got word that we are allowed to talk about uh what, Jimmy? Cormier Anderson Silva at UFC two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus 
Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. You want to talk to Paul Felder? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Now, let's, I'm going to just ask him all his strategy for this upcoming finals. I'm going to say, I, I'm going to be Paul Felder. Listen, Paul, we understand Wait, what you're is about the Irish, to do the Irish dragon. No, the red, uh, red, it's not the red. Red dragon, Jimmy. The reddish. It's a red dragon. I can't ask too many things because he's going to be like, what are you prying? It's the reddish dragon. Is there any more Twitter feud with them going on? I'm not even on Twitter. Do we have Paul Felder on the phone? You sure do. Hey, Paul, you're talking to uh, Jim and Matt. How you doing? And Chris? Up, Paul? I'm good. Where are you now? Good, good buddy. Are you in Philly now? No, I'm in Milwaukee right now. Oh, okay. And uh, how are you feeling? Ready to put on a show in a couple weeks. You're a good announcer. Didn't you just start doing that? Yeah, I, um, I've been doing it with the UFC for a little while now, but uh, I was lucky enough to, to get my feet wet um, for CFFC, uh, a nice East Coast promotion for a little while, for a couple years with them. So by the time I got the, offered you know, the, a real deal, I had at least some experience. And, Go ahead, Jimmy. No, I was going to ask you if, if, if you like doing that, because sometimes fighters... Like Cormier is, has this, and, and and Dom, like all of a sudden you look like, all right, look, I'm going to fight for a number of years, but this is kind of a nice thing that I could possibly step into after. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what I look at it. Uh, you know, it's it's my um, you know my my uh, my way out, but it's definitely not something I'm looking to do full time yet. I think I got a you know a few really good years still left in me fighting, and um, but it's definitely something that I can just do it in my off season. You know, everybody kind of rags on me like, oh, you should be training. And I'm like, what do you think I'm doing every other day that I'm not there for the two days that I'm doing commentary? And when I'm at these shows, I'm still training. And I get to mix it up and train with other guys and, and hang out and meet other fighters. So it, it, it's just all still in the fight game. So sure. it's it's really productive. You know, it's not like I'm just hanging around. Uh, doing nothing, right. You know, sitting on my butt. Now, you're working with uh, Duke Rufus and that crew for this fight? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a badass crew. Now listen, this is this. I don't want this to get awkward. Now I'm not going to tell the other camp. What is your exact strategy? For- <laughs> well, you see, Matt, what I plan on doing is uh, can I just I plan on looking for single leg takedowns and uh, just riding them out and holding them down the whole time. Listen, can I give a piece of advice? I was going to do this off the air. I was going to DM you, but I've been in the game a long time. Just go jump the guard. Just just fuck it. Try something different, Paul. No, okay. no, listen, can I just tell you, man, um, I've, I've seen you fight before, obviously, but I've been watching all your fights, getting ready for this, and I'm, I'm really, 
as a fan, um, yep. I'm excited for this because you can now, you're a lot alike as far <laughs> as your grit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You both got that same warrior attitude because, you know, I seen in your fights, there's no quitting you and you, you, you had to uh, just... Your, your toughness got you out of some bad shit sometimes. Not that you're not technical. Of course you are. But Al, I see a similar thing with Al where the, the, the guy just there's no quitting him. So this is just definitely in a fight, in a, a, a card that's full of uh, great matches, this definitely has potential fight of the night. Jimmy. Yes. It does, man. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fight we wanted. We, you know, me and Al, there's been a little back and forth but really most of the time when we talk about each other there's no denying that we're both tough we've admitted that that we know we know we're in for a scrap and and obviously we're both looking for the finish because that's how we both fight but i I, i've gotten nothing but great feedback on uh how excited the fans are for this and to be fighting in 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 new york and in brooklyn i'm i'm so pumped for this man it's it's going to be a great show and you know i i get to sit back after the fight too and, and see what happens with some of these other lightweights. It's a great lightweight uh, card. There, there's so many lightweight fights, and obviously the championships on the line. So it's a great card to be a part of too. Now you said there was some back and forth. Now I'm assuming that's Twitter. The first time I heard of that is when you brought that up to me when we were at the airport about you and Al. Because yeah, yeah. I've been off Twitter for a while. Because I can't stand that shit. Be honest with you, I can't take oh, it. I, I had to check out of that shit. But uh, there's nothing wrong with some back and forth though for the fight because you guys are gonna fight. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, it's, we're has going a, to fist fight. Yeah. yeah, exactly, man. So, if anybody, that's why I never, like, if I didn't, li- I usually like the guys I'm fighting, so I never got into too much of that. But if there was ever a time I felt wronged or a guy started that shit first, I actually loved it, man. Like, where it's Frank Trigg or some other guys, because you are going to fight. So, it does kind of yeah. be like, okay, we're going to have this out, you know? Is there anything in particular? I mean, you guys went back and forth on there. Has there anything lately or no? Keep me in the loop. No, not, not. Not, not really. No, I, I think once the fight was actually signed and and, and we knew it was going to happen, it was just we kind of just both went into our training yeah. camps and, and <laughs> did what we do best and is just get ready to fight. Yeah, the fight kind of sells itself. It uh, does sell me. itself. You know what I mean? And you also, what do you think of uh, of Ferguson Habib? I mean, I know you're worried about your own fight, but there are a lot. There's a lot of uh, of of, uh, of guys who are right around you in the rankings too. I mean, Kiesa Pettis. Uh, what do you think of a couple of the other, other, other fights? Obviously, you know I'm I'm here oh, in Milwaukee, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm training with uh, with Anthony. So oh. he's off. He's off. So, you know, obviously I don't, we don't want to fight each other. But Kiesa, sure. um, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, like you said, not looking past anybody. Uh, Evan Dunham's on the card as well, and uh, the, the guy he's fighting, the Canadian kid he's fighting, he's trying to climb the ranks. So there's there's a lot of good scraps to be keeping an eye on. Obviously. Uh, Ferguson and, and Habib, and then um, I'm also calling the fights in Atlantic City a couple weeks later, where Kevin Lee and, and, and Barboza get the fight. So it's uh, it's definitely an exciting time for for the lightweight division right now, man. So hopefully, you know, get a win and and see where it goes from there. But like you said, more importantly than anything, I'm just getting ready for Al, who's you know the, definitely the toughest matchup you know that i've had so far him and him and edson i would say are definitely the biggest challenges i've had in my career and uh, i erroneously said around your rankings i'm looking at your uh your your name without he's number 10 you're not ranked and so you this means like hopefully if you if, if you do win this fight you would be able to get into the top 15 i know that means something yeah there's there's no way if i win this fight that i don't get get ranked that would be uh 
that would be insanity, especially, you know, it's a three fight win streak I'm, I'm on right now. So yeah, a win for sure gets me, uh, gets me into that top 15. Yeah, and with so much activity, there there is a, a way to clear out a little bit of space if you do it. Because there's so many lightweight fights, like you said, uh, uh, Kevin Lee against Barboza, of course, the championship, and and Kiesa Pettis. So there's a lot of movement that can happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think uh, I think between Brooklyn and and AC, we're going to see the rankings, you know, kind of take a big shift for for the lightweights, especially if this becomes the the real title for these guys, you know, which it's supposed to. So we're going to have an actual champion. So either Connor's got to fight one of these guys or, or, you know, he's out of the, the, the rankings or, or gets at least knocked down into the rankings. So we'll see what, what kind of movement happens in the next couple of weeks. Paul, let me ask you the Irish dragon. That, that sounds, that sounds dangerous. And we watch you fight. Oh fuck. It's the Irish dragon, but really quick, the philosopher, what is that about? And it doesn't sound as intimidating. Yeah. But where are you into philosophy or something? What, what's that about? Who said that? I fucking Chris, the producer. Chris, Our what am I on, the, on your, uh, it said you're typically referred to on Wikipedia. You have, which you've typically referred to or the philosopher. Oh my God. I've never heard that. In my life. We, we told Chris that we said it's not real. And Chris goes, no, I've heard him announce like that. We're like, no, you haven't. <laughs> No, no you didn't. go ahead. I, I, no, I was just gonna say I was looking at Wikipedia. I was doing research for you know for the for the show prep, and obviously everybody knows you as the Irish Dragon, but it also had the Philosopher listed as one of your other nicknames. So I was just wondering. Somebody, how... somebody got on there and was playing a playing a joke on me for there sure. Go. Good job, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Chris, the producer. I, I, that's, that's probably Al. Al probably got on my Wikipedia page. And <laughs> no, I think he would have put something other than the philosopher. That's I don't think <laughs> yeah. that would have been Al's first choice. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, you, you've uh, Al has only fought five times in the last three and a half years, and you've been pretty active. You've had more than twelve fights. Uh, you know, now you could say, well, Al's had some injuries, but he also might be a little bit fresher. I mean, how do you think that affects things? You know, that's what we'll find out. But I think. Uh... I think with a guy like Al, it's not as long as he's healthy. I don't think it's going to really affect him. He's he's got a lot of experience. He's been in there with, you know, some of the best guys in the division. So I'm expecting him to come out ready to to, to show that he's ready to march back up the rankings and and put on a great fight. I, I don't. I'm not going to let that. Uh, I'm definitely not expecting oh a rusty. Iaquinta, you know what I mean? I'm expecting a guy that's going to do the opposite and come out and try to make a statement on me. Uh, so we're prepared for that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, sometimes that can affect you. Sometimes it makes you a little more nervous, which can be more dangerous sometimes when a guy comes in a little, you know, fired up and, and maybe a little nervous. That nervous energy can, can make you a, a dangerous fighter to face yeah he may almost make a decision that he might not otherwise make and that could catch you off guard he may throw a punch that he shouldn't punt throw that actually lands yeah exactly so we'll, we'll see and you know in the off season i don't know he might be working on some new things too so you just gotta uh, you gotta try to implement your game plan and do what you're gonna do and you know we've watched his fights and we know alan i've also known him just you know up and coming through through the years of being a fighter i've obviously watched the guy fight um so it's it's something I'm I'm prepared for, and uh, you know, like I said, we're we're just ready for for a tough one, man. Uh, we're preparing for for a, a barn burner, and uh, hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's quick, but you know, I I don't know. We're both tough and uh, can take a shot. So hopefully it's a fight of the night or or, or a bonus because I think uh, you know Al's made some statements about wanting more money. Well, 
is the best way for us to get some extra cash is to go out there and lay it on the line. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody expects this to be a you know two guys leg kicking decision. You know, I mean, I think everybody knows this. This has the potential to end. I mean, it could go to a decision, but it's going to be you know two dangerous guys, and it could end very very quickly. So, I mean, as much as that works to your advantage, it's also got to be you know something you're very aware of. Uh, when when both guys know the other guy could knock you out with one punch, I don't know what mentality that puts you in when you walk in the ring. But it has to be different than when you're fighting a guy who you're not worried about knocking you out. I drank a lot of coffee. I'm talking quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I noticed that. Yeah. I apologize, Paul. No, you're fine, man. No, I know, but I just said 40 things at once. None of them had any meaning to them. No, you sound like me. <laughs> just fucking yapping. Paul's a, Paul's a meat and potatoes Philadelphia guy. He just wants to backslap me in the mouth. Now, how much time do you... How much time... Philadelphia, I, think, I don't know if I've said this to you before. I love... It's one of my favorite cities because literally there's... Everybody in Philadelphia can fight. I mean, there's so many... <laughs> Great fighters come out of that city. Did Gritty, you, uh, dude. It's a well, really they, tough city. They think they at least they think they can fight. Let's let's put it that way. They think they can fight. Most of the guys. It sounds like yeah. Long Islanders. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean the champions that have yeah. come out of there. I mean you know Meldrick Taylor, fucking uh, you know uh, uh, Joe Frazier, Sonny Liston. I mean there's a lot of fighters. Uh, Bernard Hopkins. A lot of guys come Eddie out. Alvarez. Uh, Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, of course, come out of Philadelphia. Do you fight a lot as a kid or no? Oh yeah, man. I, you know I, I grew up in. Um, in the neighborhood Grace Ferry uh, in South Philly, and it was, uh, you know, it was just typical inner city kids. You know, we'd be playing tackle football on concrete, and you know, if somebody said you were, you know, fumbled or this and that, it was just a little fist fight would break out all the time. And the neighborhood I, I came up from was, uh, you know, I had a lot of racial tension too, so there was a lot sure. of that kind of crap, and you know, un- unfortunate uh, circumstances for that neighborhood, but yeah. It made, you, it made me who I am today. Racial tension makes good fighters on both sides because, uh, you know, th- th- there's always some risk you're going to walk into the wrong, on the wrong block where someone says something oh, on the yeah. bus. And, and, you know, the, the, a lot of good fighters come out of situations like that. Not that that's... Yeah, it was the kind of place where I'd, you know, before I went around a corner, I'd kind of take a peek first, too, to see if there's, you know, a group of the wrong kids or somebody that uh, might be looking to give me an ass whooping. So. Somebody that would... De- Did you ever get your ass kicked by more than one person at once? Oh, yeah. Oh, See, yeah. that's how you know a guy fights. I can't remember one time, but when you're like, did you? Oh, yeah. Like, of course, there's one of many times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, some jumpings that happened uh, to me when I was a kid. and um, You know, but I I was taught the right way. You know, I was taught to never start a fight, but if you ever gotten one, you, know, you make damn sure you stand up for yourself. Uh, I attribute most of that to my mother, man. Um, I, one time I, I got... I went to like a, a CVS or a Rite Aid that was around the corner from me, and uh, I, I bought a candy bar. And this, as I was leaving, this kid snuck me from behind, took my candy, but he was still hanging around the uh, Rite Aid. And I went back crying, you know, I was a little kid. Told my mom what happened. She said, "Well, where where did it happen? Where is it at?" And she took me, walked me around the corner, found the kid, went up to him, and said, "You're gonna fight my son fair and square right here in the street. If you want to do that, you're gonna fight him like you know, for real." So my mom made me fight this kid, and guess what? I lost again, but she took me back. She's like, you don't ever be afraid of anybody to stand up for yourself. Wow. Now, the kid fought you. Whatever. Have you ever seen that kid again or no? Oh, God, no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was just some what local happened? kid. How what? old were you, I was buddy? like 11 years 23. old. 23. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when that happened, Paul? He was Paul? 11. Like 11? Oh, 11? Probably oh. like 11 or 12 years old. That's awesome. Nowadays... Everybody's so pussified. His, Some, his somebody would get arrested for well, that. Somebody would have put that on YouTube because somebody would have filmed it. And they would have like, the mom is going to get locked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah, for sure. Hey, man, yeah. that does add character. 
you know? I guess so, and it yeah. makes you unafraid because uh, you realize that beating is just, you know, you, most people can just take getting well, beaten it, up. Well, it turned that, that little kid to the fucking Irish dragon. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those things. I've, ne- I've, I've never been a bully. I've never been one of those guys that picks on anybody, but uh, especially coming up, I, was, I wasn't the biggest kid. When I was in, you know, later in high school and, and you know, after high school, I kind of went through a growth spurt and I got to, to become, you know, a bigger guy. But when I was a young teen, man, I was, I was short, I was small, I played sports and stuff, but I didn't look like much. So people always tried to test me and, sure. uh, man, I threw down, I'll tell you that I always threw down. What you see in the cage is, Imagine that as a little redheaded twelve-year-old pissed off the world for people making fun of him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny when I was—I didn't look like much when I was growing up, and I wasn't. It was an accurate assessment by the other kids. <laughs> and then what about when you grew up? Still, <laughs> not at all. Not a big physical confrontation guy. Jimmy, I'm more of a let's. I'll say something like, "You don't want to get arrested, do you?" Like I'm worried about two men going to jail. I just want to get beaten up. Uh, that's yeah, what the Covington oh. guy does too. He arrests you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm either. sorry. Go back to uh anyway, listen. Well, what it's else a, could we say? Paul, no, you know, it's going to be a great. This is the, uh, the 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 first fight in the main card in Brooklyn April 7th. It's a tremendous fight. 3 out of the 5 are lightweight fights and um you know, I like you and I like Al both. So we know we're in for a good fight. So so good luck, okay? Hey, thank you guys. And great job announcing, man. So uh we'll talk to you again, all right? Sure. Take care, Paul. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, I'll see you, Matt. Take care. <laughs> Tell Duke I said hello. I will do, man. Take, I will. Take care. All right, man. buddy. All right, guys. I'm all coffeed up. I was talking. I, don't know, I was just saying I couldn't get to my point. I just realized that's how I am always. <laughs> no, but you get to the point. No, I don't. Yeah. But I get to some point. It might not be the point I originally started with. I don't. But anyway, it. it was great talking to the philosopher. I, I like think Paul. He's yeah, the philosopher. <laughs> you know. It was interesting to hear his philosophy on fighting. Yeah, he was as he was as surprised as as uh, we were when we found out that it was all yeah. bullshit. Boy, Chris put that right in there. Right. Like which? Uh, well, he was all proud what of himself. What nickname do you like better? What the fuck? What? How dare you guys? No, read it. I didn't. I the didn't philosophy. I'll read it right here. Read what, exactly what I read. Okay, on Wikipedia, you have two na- nicknames listed: the Irish Dragon, which you typically refer to, and the Philosopher, which I have only heard you introduced in the ring as a couple of times. <laughs> Can you explain? Uh, that's not what it says. That's inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, we 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 straighten that out for our for our listeners. We certainly did. It's not the red dragon. It's not the philosopher. It might be the, the red Irish. dragon. Yeah. It's the Irish yeah. dragon. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm looking forward to I really, that's a, and Al knows. Al knows, man. This guy's a tough guy. He does. He yeah. Al, I mean, Al is absolutely Al's, aware of who he's fighting. You know, How old is Al? Uh, Paul's 33. Al's 30. All right. Listen, the young, tough dudes, man. They're in their fucking prime. Is he still doing real estate, Al? Yeah. He's going to come in here. He's going to come in. Can shit. he come in? I'm going to stop at the real estate and just fight. No, no, he's listen. He, he can handle. He can do, he can do both, but I mean, like, no one wants to buy a. That's, that's uh, he's too scary calls. to buy a house. Some phone calls. I guess so. <laughs> what? It's too scary to buy a house from him. Well, no, to say no. <laughs> you like so maybe, it? Yeah, I do. He's killing it. He <laughs> might be take killing, it. He might you be know what? It. He probably is making a thing. You know, you're not going to tell me you don't like this place. I don't, no, no, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> Just fucking frightens people into buying homes. And Aljo's brother's fighting this weekend in Atlantic City somewhere. Wait, the Barbosa fight's not this weekend. Who? Is that fight this weekend? He's saying Aljo's. Al, uh, I no, 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 Aljo's I know, but I'm saying Troy. no. That's the that's twi- uh, the twenty first. What venue 21st. do they do that at in AC? A boardwalk Hall. Oh, it is okay. That's yeah. like a real arena. Yeah. I saw Lady Gaga there. If anybody, yes, Mama Monster performed, and I was a little monster, and I had my claws up. She's pretty. Really? She's pretty. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Like, uh, like a I'd love to kid. see her nude. She's pretty. Yeah, I like her. Were you just in AC and you decided to go, or you traveled? I was doing there? a gig down there. Yeah. 
but I wanted to see Mama Monster. If you don't like uh, Alex Alejandro, how does that go, Mama Monster? Mama, that's just what her name is. I'm a little monster. I raise oh, my my claw. I, do you? Yes. Really? Don't you? No. Yeah, you know. What else do we got? Give me some news. Give us some nice juicy mm, gossip or some stuff. Get... I have a little news. Oh, what is it, Jimmy? Well, this is from the MMA Hour. Oh, okay. um, uh, Francis what? Ngannou said that uh, he is interested in a fight with Brock Lesnar. Please, Brock, come back. Come back, my friend. We need you here. We need you to put the fun in this division. I need you to give me that fucking fight I've been waiting for a long time. Fucking, he said? <laughs> yep, I've been dreaming for. Uh, I don't think my problem is wrestling. I can't believe my wrestling is bad. I think wrestling, my wrestling defense is good. I think I can prove it. Maybe not in this fight versus Stipe. But I have a very good strategy of wrestling defense. For my pre- Let me tell you something. If Stipe gave him a hard time on the ground, Brock will absolutely give him a hard time on the ground. Brock's a bigger guy. Brock has long reach and is a fucking tank. Can I throw a big butt in there? I'd love it. See it. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Um, the difference is, is Stipe, he gave him hell with, with the grappling. But he took some shots. Yes. Now. Could Brock take those? He, not only he took, he powered through, he weathered through something that we're not sure Brock can weather snip. Weather through, like he's gotten overwhelmed before by Alistair Overeem. He did by Cain Velasquez, Velasquez yeah. And uh, you know, not Mark Hunt, a heavy Watch puncher. Oh, uh, what? Not Mark Hunt. Now oh. again, the reach difference is so great that maybe Hunt could get in on him. But uh, the reach difference between him and Hunt, uh, it, you know, maybe was a big factor. But Hunt's a heavy, heavy killer, and uh, he was able to neutralize him totally. Right. Listen, I mean, he's gonna have to. Take him down. I mean, that's gonna ha- that's gonna either have one or two <laughs> ways it would pretty much finish. There's no way that's going the distance. I wouldn't. I so. would like to see that fight. I don't think Brock wants any part of Ngannou. But yeah. again, actually, in a three rounder, yeah, no, I mean, it, could, yeah. it could very well go to distance. I mean, if Brock has his way of just out grappling, out grappling, but he's gonna have to. Well, that well, listen, Francis it's sounds pretty. You know, he listen. He he sounds. Uh, he's not asking for this fight if he's feeling he really that the ground's kryptonite for him. So. Let's see, man. Let's Francis see. Derek Lewis is the fight. That's the fight I want to see. Yeah, well, Derek Lewis answered. Uh, oh, wait a Francis. Yeah. When I asked for juicy shit, yeah, we're gone. this is what I want. Yeah, what happened? Uh, so, de- so obviously, Francis responded to Derek Lewis, who's been calling him out for many years on okay. Monday. Derek Lewis responded with an Instagram. Wait, hold on, hold on. What did Francis say first? I know it's short, but let's let the people know. Uh, Francis basically said, like, you've been talking shit for a while. Here I am now. So, you know, if you really want this fight, have your people uh, get in touch with the UFC. And we'll we'll try to set it up, essentially, is what Francis said. Now, Derek Lewis posted a picture of himself smoking a cigar, glasses on on Instagram. And he wrote, "Uh, Francis Ngannou, it's about time someone translated to you that I've been waiting this, uh, wanting this fight since last year. Hashtag see you soon, boy. I love you. Like yeah. he's uh, I mimicking you. Yoel Romero. Yeah. I owe you. He's funny anyway. He's yeah. freaking funny. Well, yeah. that, listen. They both want to fight, Jimmy. They do. They're both. No one's shying. Shying. Shying away. But it was Derek Lewis's. Derek Lewis is coming off a win, though. It's kind of. Who did he They used to fight? not do that as much, where a guy coming off a win would fight a guy coming off a loss. But those guys, right. everybody right. wants to see them fight. Well, and it's a little different, right? Losing, I mean, losing a title fight is kind of different than just losing a uh, five round decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, know. that was a tough fight. I'm just, uh, I'm D- just Derek's coming off a knockout of Marcin Tybura in uh, February. That's right. Mm. Um, and CM Punk looks like he's fighting Chicago. They do not have. Who are they going to match him up with? I don't know. Well, the UFC hasn't made any announcement about that, but somebody asked Punk, you know, they were being dicks and being like, when are we going to see you cry in the ring again? Whatever. And he was like, June 9th, 
you know, which is the Chicago. I don't know if he'll cry in the ring. I hope so. I like an emotional man. I respect that. Man not afraid to be sad. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Oh, well, now. Are you saying that because I'm in here and I get emotional a lot of times? Yeah, but you get emotional over me. You and my children, that's about it. Not even the kids as much. Like, I'll say, like, hey, Matt's good to see you. And he'll, like, I see a little tear well up. Yeah. His arms around me. I'm like, you really mean it? It's good to see me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Now, who is uh, who is CM Punk going to fight? Who do you put him up against in that division? Maybe I mean, that's somebody a, with similar uh, experience that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, we only had who? one fight in the UFC. Maybe somebody you don't know. Why am I yelling at you, Jimmy? I'm I sorry. Know. I deserve to be yelled at. I get at. hyped up sometimes. What but, is Northcott fighting at? Uh, when is he fighting next? No, what's he fighting at? Oh, he. Uh, I mean, that that's a horrific matchup for CM Punk. But um, why? I mean, I just think standing up. Yeah, I, I just well, I don't see well, Punk get, getting past any of those kicks or anything. I stuff. agree I mean, with you, but so I'm saying he needs someone who's going to stand up with him. Not to be a dick either, but yeah. Punk could be his father. He's old. <laughs> uh, yeah, How old is CM Punk? Thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> Not guess. To be a Let dick, me but Punk could be his father. So like yes, song seventeen thirty eight. He's thirty nine. Yeah. All right. So. Well, listen, I don't think that that's going to be the matchup there, Joe Silva. Calm down, Maybe Jimmy. Maybe not. I just didn't know. <laughs> listen, I yeah. was trying to think of other guys. It's, prob- it's probably going to be somebody that... We don't know. Yeah, we're not super familiar with. It's going to be somebody that has a, just a little bit of experience. But you know what? I respect CM Punk for... I he, do, too. He's doing the right things. I mean, he's at Rufus Sport. It's not he like He can always go back to wrestling. Can yeah. I... Listen. What do you want to say? Are you done with the I'm news? With you. I can just do a quick movie minute before I mean, we, we get can, out uh, Sure, if you want to do that. Do I mean, a movie minute, because right. this deserves a plug. Sure. Hold on, I'm getting it. Uh, all right, you ready? Um, what? Are you ready? He is. Jimmy. Jimmy. Ah, uh, Matt just spanked me. That was the most <laughs> unenthusiastic high five ever. Yeah. Jimmy, I seen the other day uh, with my wife. We had a date night. And we seen Black Panther. Ah, the movie Black yes. Panther. What a phenomenal movie. It was good. Jimmy, I heard it was good from some of my students, you know. And uh and I thought it looked good, you know, and I and I, but I've been so busy that I wasn't able to get out lately. So I seen it a little late. I know it's been out a little bit and it's been getting a great buzz. And uh I'm kind of an listen, I, I could be an easy audience a little bit as long as I enjoy some stuff, but I also have some irks with some stuff. Like I talked about the last Star Wars stuff irked me in that. The Last Jedi, some stuff really bothered me with that. But now this, what a great movie. The characters, the pacing of the movie, the way they set it up from the beginning, how things get tied up in the end. The villain, um, Kilmer. Larry? Ki- no, not Larry. It's not Larry. The villain's not Larry. <laughs> the upstairs neighbor from Three's Killmonger. <laughs> and it's one of those things, almost like Game of Thrones, where like it's not like a good and a bad. It's like, well, there is a little bit like that, but it's like about people's point of views. Like you could see... The point of view of this main, uh, the main villain, which is named Killmonger. Who, what an awesome, awesome um, the nemesis to Black Panther, yep. Jimmy. And uh, I, all I gotta say is the characters were great, and uh, I, I think it's a it's a great movie for kids to look up to. Where in the past, uh, I'm talking about like in the African American community, Jimmy, mm-hmm. the black community. You know, a lot of times there's that there's, there's some some characters like Falcon from the <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a nerd. I'm gonna name all the guys I know. But like Falcon from the Avengers, um Nick Fury, these are all black guys and guys to look up to. But to have your own movie, like this is a movie that 
that it, it, it's a great like role model for children. You understand? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy, I do. I'm serious because because you know why? And I'm, I might I don't want this taken the wrong way, but like in the black community, what do they they watch these other movies and they have movies of uh, whether it's it's gangs or whatever, unless it's a sports movie. This gives them their own movie. Like look, Drumline. I actually love I, that movie. Yeah. What's that? I love that movie. Yeah. Jump out the fucking window, Chris, the producer. <laughs> I've never seen it, but the, it's called Drumline. There's no it's window. Fun. See, the one window here just leaves. It's the same level we're on. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't hurt him. Jimmy, but nobody knows that. They, all right. But listen, my point is this movie, holy, and it's across the board. It's not just for, you know, uh, the black audience. It's for everybody. Sure. But what I'm trying a to say is- A good role model for all kids. It's all, it's such a, such a, such a great movie. Zero P. Bra- I didn't want to go to the bathroom during this thing. I fucking loved it. Wow. Not to mention, there's a nice reverse. I'm not going to say when it happens, Jimmy. Yep. But a nice reverse triangle slash arm lock in oh. this movie. Black Panther knows some shit. I fucking love. I love this movie. I say go see this movie, Black Panther. It's got a good message. It's got a good feel. It's all the characters are phenomenal. Even like he has his sisters, almost like you know, um, like it, his sisters, almost like uh. Q, she like comes, she's like real smart. Right, right, right. And like she comes up with the different like gadgets in Wakanda. It's like this place, Wakanda, is in Africa, but it's like hidden. It's where uh, vibrate. I, I'm going to do a horrible. No, I'm, this I'm is there. excellent so far. I feel like I'm there with you. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good role model for anybody under five foot nine. We're over there in Africa, oh, Wakanda. Jimmy, what? I'm light at it now. The villain, I'm Larry. I don't want to spoil anything. I love you. Ca- I'm going to say, I don't want to no, see it now. I spo- I just, the only thing I've shown is that I, Larry the I villain cannot um, uh, tell you how I'm. I cannot, um, What's his name? Hatmonger? Explain a movie without uh, Larry Leopard. Yeah. Killmonger is phenomenal. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Claw, the, the, the crazy. Jerry. The, not not uh, Jerry and not Larry. Listen, and not and not the superhero's not fucking Chris Burns, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Pete Burns. And I'm not Ravioli <laughs> Lads. It's fucking Kamora Savage. Do they ever call you Ravioli Lad? They love that. They Ravioli <laughs> Lad, Kamora Lad, Kamora Bucko, Ravioli Bucko. I love it, though. I, I love Ravioli Lad. It's a shitty that? name. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind when people do that because it means shows that they're into the show. They hate ravioli lads. I I enjoyed that movie. I'm, I want to see it again. I want to see that movie again, and uh, I probably will, Jimmy. I will probably see that movie. Again. The Black Panther. Oh shit, Jimmy, you're making me laugh. Um, all right, so that's all I want. I will say, see it by next week. Great characters and uh, and a really just a fun movie with some great action, and uh, I enjoy it. Awesome. So we have to. Uh, is a snowstorm. I know, Jimmy. I got to try to get back to Strong Island before I hear some shit. Yes. Because if I get stuck in here, dude, oh my I'm finally going to see your apartment. Yes, you will. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Because what happens is, oh, the trains are shut down. <laughs> Everybody, why are you laughing? I was thinking you'll see my apartment. You'll see my pillow close up. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking going here. You know what? Chris, the producer, you got another roommate. Tell the honey I'm coming home. It's totally fine. All right. Maybe I'll sleep here. All right, guys. Listen. I mean, what else we got to do? You want to plug something? It's fucking Wednesday. Uh, DC Improv tonight, Thursday. I'm there. It's the only show that there's tickets left for. Tonight, if you want to hear it, check it out. Um, tomorrow, early show, maybe there's a few, but fr- uh, the rest of Friday and Saturday is sold out. See you next week. Goodbye, everybody.
Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.